Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Like this show and want to make your own? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create, whether it's music analysts, your own radio show, or something the world's never heard before. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Life Wide Open podcast. This one is a little bit different. We're feeling pretty good about it. We finally got a Jamie Cam or or Ken Cam. Cut to Jamie. Woo! <laughs> after 20-some after episodes of every single time we mention Ken or Ken has something to say, we have to flip the mics around like that just so we can get the audio from behind, and then you can't even see what he's saying. So somebody had the big brain move to just put a camera on him. Who knows? One day you might even get to speak. How you, how you doing over there, Jamie? Yeah, you didn't seem too excited about the idea. I don't know. It's more work for Ryan. How? Hmm. It's true. It's one more camera angle to edit. It's It seems simple to, to add that in. but It's just such no. a subtle deflection. <laughs> it's like we don't even notice them anymore. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Like, I mean, you you talk during every podcast. This is no different now than you actually get your screen time. There should be like no skin off the off your back. Okay. It's good then. I'm just okay. glad Ken gets to defend himself a little bit now. We talk a lot of shit sometimes when Ken's not on here. Yep. And you just have to yell from behind. <laughs> That's not true. I got the power to mute you. Ah, that is true. Yeah, Ken you actually does him. hold a lot of power back there. <laughs> Uh, we've we've talked about maybe getting like a fifth camera or a fifth microphone kind of set up in the middle because then when we have like Justin on or 
or uh, Evan or like one of like the main homies, it's always hard to decide like who hops off. And we've kind of done a couple different renditions of it, but I think the if there's almost five people, like that's a lot, and we try not to over talk over each other, which I think but we're, that's but that's difficult with that many people. I think we're pretty good at it, not talking over each other. I think it'd be fun sometimes. I guess just leave a comment down below uh, what you guys think about that or if four is like the perfect number. Mm-hmm. Well, boys, I think we missed we missed a big opportunity this weekend. This weekend, uh, this past weekend, we were we spent 24 hours in a snow fort. That's, and, I, and that was just 24 hours straight, probably a good 48 hours collectively almost. Yeah, digging yeah. I think we should have done a podcast inside of the snow fort. We should. I agree. I it would have been so hard, though, <laughs> <laughs> like, with everything else on top of what we did, throwing a podcast into the mix. It I, would, it would almost been unrealistic. Obviously, in hindsight, it would have been sick. But dude, it was hard enough just to have like the energy to flip the camera on for like updates throughout it. Let alone put together an entire podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I think we should have done? We should have done it for fifty hours. Then you would have had time. Well, yeah. If, if you we, look at Mr. Beast, every time he does one, he does for 50. We're doing pussy-ass 24 hours. Why 50 hours? It looks know. better. Looks better probably for the title. We should have done 50. What did he do for 50 hours? I, I Buried could, alive a lot 50, of stuff. I think I could not have done 50 hours. I could have. I was chilling. I could have totally done 50 hours if we did not have to dig that ourselves and carry all that gear out. You know, if I walked in there with my sleeping bag and my gear, I could... That's true. I was chilling, dude. I could have kept doing it. I could have done it. I don't think I could have done it. To I be was, completely honest with you, I was I was pretty tapped out after 24. And going into the night, I don't know how well we captured it on camera, but I don't know where Ken got this idea that I was going to quit if I made a couple <laughs> jokes about it. But Ken, at least every five, ten minutes, would be like, dude, just quit. All you have to do is just quit right now. We'll both leave. We'll both get our cars wrapped. I'm like, I don't why are you soloing me out for this? I'm not going to quit again. I was, I was trying to manifest it. <laughs> yeah. So if you if you watch the video we uh or haven't, we did a a consequence if you don't if you didn't stay the 24 hours in the igloo. Yes, in the igloo that we built, the consequence was if you bailed, you get your car wrapped. However we want to wrap it, and you have to keep it that way for a month and no one backed out. I'm pretty surprised. I mean, like CJ said, it wasn't it wasn't the end of the world. I mean, we had a TV, we had heaters, we had steak. a keg of beer, pizzazz steak. It was it great. Was, it was very luxury. It it was pretty luxury, but still, by the end of it, dude, I was so Clapped. mentally fatigued. I was just like, I'm just ready to be warm, like fully warm. You know, like sitting in a nice room, warm, and shower and brush my teeth and just feel like the feeling of being whole and like warm you know dude i i think i could have done 50 hours if i felt more safe about our what we built yeah that's that that was mostly what i was worried about i'm not gonna lie i i was having ptsd sleeping last night dude so i stayed at (laughs) i stayed at greta's house and i probably woke up five times throughout the night and the room was just dark enough where I, it brought me back to the cave and I'd look up at the ceiling and I it, and it brought me back to the moment where I'd like freak out. Like I had like PTSD of being like claustrophobic because the whole time, I don't know if I said this to you guys, I was fucking scared of that ceiling falling, falling in on us. And like every time somebody new would come in, they would just be like, wow, 
this is sketchy. And we'd be like, is it really that sketchy? And we'd be like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You could die. You if probably will die. You, die. Yeah, you will die. Yeah. And after hearing that, like, five different times, it really starts to think about it. And then the ceiling does start to cave and collapse. And then you're like, oh, shit. And then, and then you sleep in that. And I had it pretty good. I was kind of on, like, the edge of it. <laughs> Ken just slept right in the middle. And I actually, kind of all of you guys just slept like right underneath the ceiling. So the issue with it is people are like, why didn't you build it uh, more more caved? Like, so then all the pressure isn't just sitting there flat, right? Because when you make an igloo, if you basically have all the weight is just dispersed kind of at angles, and that's what holds it up, where we didn't have that luxury of having a big enough snow pile. So the ceiling was just basically flat. Mm-hmm. And um, I was really scared, honestly. I, I was worried about that. And, and like that was like the hardest part. I had to get like drunk enough where I was like <laughs> kind of just accepted it. And then I was ungodly hungover, which made it even worse. Oof, and then oof. once once the buzz kind of wore off, then I was just like, oh, shit. This is scary. I went out there, and it actually still hadn't collapsed yet. That's it good was, to hear. It, it was, does make me feel a little bit better, I guess. I think, though, the heater, because I slept next to the heater. The heater wasn't on, but it had run periodically throughout the night. And that was weakening the ceiling yeah. severely. Yeah. The, actually, the only chunk of the ceiling that fell was about six inches from my head in the morning. That's what woke me up. And then I couldn't fall back to sleep. I was like, the ceiling's going to fall on me. Yeah. But uh, it, was still, it was still up this morning. So I was like, you know what? Maybe we were, were a little too worried. I think, I, was also, I think we were. I was also worried about the ventilation of it, running that propane heater in it. Because we literally had... No, I mean, if you're in a fish house and you got the propane going on, you don't really think about that. But I was just like, dude, I can see the news articles. Five idiot yeah, YouTubers died doing true. some kind of stunt. Died doing their stunt. Everyone reading it would be like, yeah, I, I always that knew was that gonna was going to happen. Yeah, the, that's, that's how that was going to go. And uh, I don't know. It was just... I was worried about that, too. In yeah. hindsight, probably didn't need to be, but it was just like the little things in the moment where once once you're out, you're like, thank God. <laughs> yeah, you guys like, were talking gibberish. You, Ken, and Mike, or Ben, <laughs> Ken, and Mike were literally talking gibberish at the end of the night. It was like 3.30, 4 in the morning, right after we lost the generator seized up. So Ryan and I were cranking on that thing for like 30 minutes mm-hmm. out in the pitch dark but we got it going and you guys are just sitting in there talking gibberish all three of you talking gibberish cj and i walked in and we like kind of like sat down and we looked at each other yeah and we, we gave we, each other just a just look, look like, like what what are they talking about right now you guys had officially lost it what, maybe, yeah. the, you guys, maybe the fumes i'm pretty did sure the fumes you. did play a part in that i don't know i it was just three really stupid people <laughs> trying to talk to each other and no, no one knew what they were saying and ryan and i looked at each other and said well let's go to bed yep yeah, and like, everyone time. got packed up and went to bed and yeah, yeah I don't I don't think there was anything like wrong with us. We're all just really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so we genuinely wanted to get uh, a solid <laughs> solid liquor blanket on for the night ahead of you us. See, I was and the it, opposite. Yeah, and, I was, did and, not and want CJ to. was like, "Well, why would I get drunk tonight when I can drink all day tomorrow?" Which is exactly well, it wasn't what even you necessarily did. that. No. It was more so the fact that if something was going to go wrong, I wanted to be in like a right state of mind to like right handle it yeah, appropriately. It. Or yeah. like I didn't want to 
go to bed and feel out of control of anything. Yeah, exactly. I was out of control. I was 100. I I regret all my decisions. (laughs) That was the right decision to make. Yeah, I appreciate appreciate that, uh, you guys doing that. I wasn't nearly as scared as you, so, like, it didn't matter to me. But I still appreciate that there was someone there to be in control. But I didn't think it was going to get out of control. I didn't. I didn't see that. Like the headline, the five. Like we weren't doing anything that extreme. The the ceiling was deteriorating, but it wasn't. It, like, that was the thing. So everyone always is like, "Oh, what you do is so dangerous." And I was at the dentist the week before, and they they were talking just honestly like shit. It was like, "Oh, you haven't died during one of your stunts." And I was like, "What?" I'm sitting stunts? right here. I was like, "Yeah, no, I'm I'm here. I'm fine." And they're like, "What are you doing this weekend?" We're like, "We're just." Digging a snow cave, like it's not even dangerous. <laughs> like it's more creative. They than see crazy. the news, yeah. Yeah. and then the news happened. I was like, "This would be the thing that would take <laughs> us out." But when I was sitting there, I was like, "Ugh!" I just am so sick of people. I was going like, "Oh, what's the next crazy stunt you're gonna do?" So I thought up the next time that someone asks us that, I'm just gonna come up with the the most outrageous yes story ever they're gonna be like what are you guys gonna do this weekend we're like oh we actually have four horses and we're gonna drag ken apart <laughs> by each limb and we'll see how long he can hang on <laughs> or like oh we're actually just gonna drive as fast as we can and then uh into a brick wall into a brick wall <laughs> it's like and just say actually crazy things yeah. and then those like, probably get them oh. talking they probably talk about you be good publicity people be like i gotta look up this and see if they actually did it yeah, so Ben's dad's got an airplane, and we're going to ghost ride it. Just jump out, parachutes, obviously, but the plane, just let it go down wherever wherever it goes. Some guy actually did that. Yeah. And he got called out for it big time by a bunch of, of airplane YouTubers. Yeah, he said he could have landed it. Wait, what? No. Oh. Some dude just... I, yeah. I can't remember the context of it, so I don't want to speak on it too in-depth, but some I dude do. got up in an airplane... Like vlogged him like taking off and doing everything like that, and mm-hmm. then had like GoPro mounts like perfectly angled. It was like a weirdly set up. It was, was he, totally was set he up. a YouTuber? I watched it. I know uh, he was trying. Was he was set up. He was trying so faking, to become a YouTuber. Oh, he is one. Or, he is. Oh, one. He, he makes videos one. Okay. all the time. Okay, so he YouTube. And then so the, he's thinking. the engine failed or something went wrong with it. Supposedly. Where he had to skydive out. So he just so happened to have like his equipment and his equipment ready, like. Hopped out and just bailed and let the plane crash and it was convenient. <clears throat> like no over, panic. It was over this like field and it was kind of like an older, cheaper plane and it, it went down. Then he uploads this thing and like it's pretty damn good title and thumbnail. Like having to skydive out of my airplane I mean, because yeah. it broke and like he survives. And then he goes and sees his crashed airplane. But like the way it was cut, the way it was acting, it was so obviously fake. Honestly, what he should have done was just crashing my airplane on purpose. Yeah. Like then no one could have been mad yeah. except for. Like people, <laughs> aviation people take that shit seriously as you probably should. should. You're flying an airplane. Like there is no room for dicking around. Like when Whistling Diesel bought his plane and he didn't even take it off the ground, they were so, so freaking mad. mad about it. They thought it was so dangerous and like the FFA was all up in arms about it. FAA, not the FAA. FAA. <laughs> Future <laughs> Farmers of America. They were pissed. That's okay. I just didn't yeah. want you to get No, over. right. Yeah. But yeah, no, it was just so obviously fake. He did it on pur- he did it on purpose, but he tried passing off like, "Ooh, my my shit stopped working." So I mean, technically, he got called out hard. You can't like you can't skydive out of the plane at the last minute. So you like you kind of have to make your decision early. But did he like? No, try they're to saying fix he could have just landed it. He could have oh, just coasted he, and landed it, he and he just jumped right out. That bitch. <laughs> 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 ah, 
How did he get his plane back? I mean, obviously I, I got to see if it's still up, dude. And he was getting heat from it and enough heat where he turned off the comments. Oh. I'm like, bro, if you turn off the comments, you're looking shit. guilty. You got to own that. And he's probably not trying to argue back that he uh, could, or, you know, well, maybe I could have or no, I couldn't have because he probably knows it. He knows it's fake. Obviously, he knows. Who goes up in an airplane with their own parachute ready? Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's right I here. Mean, I don't know. Seems like it's a right smart idea. Seems like a good idea. It's like, like going out on a boat with a life jacket. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's Trevor exactly. Jacob. Yeah, his name is Trevor Jacob. Yeah, and uh, I haven't seen the video, he just but post the video. It was two months ago. One point six million views. That's all he That's got for it. crashing and it a just plane. Says, I crashed my plane. Oh, I don't know. I thought it would do better. Same. I I hope he thought it would do better too. <laughs> Maybe YouTube throttled it. And yeah, they, they were like, we don't want. Bro, we cut the roof it's off about a limo. As real as it gets. I mean, or like the idea of it is like him just taking off, and it's like he just has the GoPros going. That dude's had some interesting videos. Mm. I mean, like whether or not that's. Are you sure we're talking about the same person? He doesn't really yeah, post that much. He Mike. doesn't. How, how do I don't you know. know what his videos are? I've seen a few. Really? Yeah. Mike, what comes to mind when you picture the perfect roommate? One who comes when you call. One who doesn't forget to lock the doors. Maybe one who doesn't steal your milk just a little bit at a time, hoping that you won't notice. At Apartments.com, they understand that when it comes to roommates, a pet can be your best bet. They're easygoing, they eat what you serve them, and they never clog the toilet. And that's why Apartments.com has the most pet-friendly rental listings on the internet. And with instant alerts, you'll know the moment that your perfect pet-friendly place becomes available. Apartments.com has so many features like 3D virtual tours, the ability to save your favorite apartments, and with over a million places to rent, you are absolutely going to find the right place for you. Apartments.com knows that moving can be stressful, but by giving you options, filtered searches, and more, they can help take away some of that stress. When I need a new apartment, I will definitely need a pet-friendly choice. So if you guys need a place that's pet-friendly and human-tolerant, check out Apartments.com, the place to find your pet-friendly place. Thanks, Apartments.com, for sponsoring the podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Told me about a really interesting... I don't, I don't know if we're done talking about... Oh. Jeez, kid. Damn, Jamie. Yeah, you guys haven't seen this? I, I haven't. All right, so he just takes off. He's playing it cool. 
You know, I hate. To, but I, is he not even? I hate to in say it? that the guy is and then, completely faked it. And then but. it's just like, oh, the engine, and like, I don't know. It's just everything was just so. It just hops out. I mean, to be fair, it doesn't look like there's a ton of landing spots there. No, they're saying you could have just coasted it right around and like, like I don't know, dude. There's like pilots reacting to it and saying that it's so clearly fake. Yeah, I mean, I don't really know anything. He just about, jumps oh. out that bitch. He's like, oh, I'm out. Oh, and then it tanks. That's crazy. Yeah, because he's not probably holding the thing, so it just goes straight down. Good day for skydiving, though. Honestly, I'm ready with the GoPro cam. Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Look at him looking back well, up Joe at Joe Rogan <laughs> looking at us. What if it just started following you? <laughs> that, that was, His headphones are sitting here like... I mean, around. it's pretty... He skydived for a long time. That's what I mean, like... True. He was in. He was skydiving for like 45 seconds of like straight falling. So I feel like he could have... He's got one finger on that thing. Uh he could have had a little more time to figure out what he was going to do. Cause like this thing's still going down. I guess we're going to have to try it. Yeah, did it start a fire? No, I think it's a pretty good video idea. I'm just saying he should have just owned, owned up. And like, for yeah, sure. For yeah. sure. I crashed my plane on purpose. He would probably got way more views that way. Yeah, I agree. So then what I got to say, there's hit. probably, yeah, yeah I want to see it crash into the thing. It's just What's like, the angle from the sky? Like, Is dude, that those him? planes aren't Watching very much it? money. Like that thing's probably 60 grand tops. I don't even think that much. I mean, I've seen oh, people gosh. do worse for less. There you go. Boom. Oh. Dang. That was a hard hit. Dude, he had this thing GoPro'd up. Yeah. <laughs> but see, what, there's a GoPro shot of where it's landing, too. <laughs> of it coming so in. The weird oh, he, thing is, he is like, in on it. being a YouTuber, like, did he not have a plan? What do you mean a plan? Well, or sorry. What makes it seem fake is he doesn't come off and he's like, today we're going to go fly to uh, no, this place. No, I think place. he just had his, his just GoPros going in case maybe. Because, I mean, a lot of people do GoPro themselves just doing stuff. I mean, that's true, but he had so much. And he was a used, lot of GoPros on a that. Lot, a lot of GoPros. He had, a, he, had, he had to have, like, five. Holy Dang. crap. Yeah. Oh, no, but it's the ending that makes it seem so fake. Because, like, if you're listening to him talk, he's like, okay, now I got to get out of here. And he, like, hikes and then, like, he, like, gets to the road, and there's, like, a car come by. and goes, hey, stop, stop. And then, like, they, like, stop, and, like, the video cuts, and he, like, hops in. Like, I don't know. It's uh, just yeah. kind of cringe, bro. I do feel bad if, if this was a complete accident. The dude has his plane stall out on him. We're not the first people calling him out on. Like, That's there's true. pilots, like, dude, why would you jump out? It's like, so yeah, interesting like the way that try. it crumpled. Like, like the whole thing. That thing. Yeah. It would have been Especially like, a plane like that, I okay, think. Okay, the engine's completely off, but I'm still flying. I can yeah, still jump out. Yeah, but I guess if, if you were like, well, I have this parachute ready to roll, hmm. the chance of me. Kind of looks like Brian Laundry. That's what I thought initially, too. I this thought is, maybe it was This wasn't. is what he was up to. He fucking. Vlogged his whole way out, at least. Turned the YouTuber mode yeah, on. Yeah, just go to the very end. Like, yeah, he's like sipping the water out of the. Oh, he had a camel back? No, he was sipping water out of the river, like, uh, uh, making noise like that. Now go to the end. Go to the end. <laughs> CJ. <Yeah. laughs> Dude, I don't know. I don't care that it's like fake. I just, I don't know. He should have just owned up. What's he holding on to there? A water bottle? He like, he's explaining these random ass people. Like, I crashed my plane. And then he just. I would say moral of the story with uh, content exactly like this. We try our best to do this is like, if you're going, if you're going to like do something crazy 
and try to have it come off as like staged or, or whatever or come across as a certain way, you're better off just owning up to it. Mm-hmm. I'd just do it real. That's yeah. all I'd say. Or like not owning up to it or whatever. You're better off just like putting it out there and saying, I did this. Not this happened. How crazy is that? And trying to set it up like yeah, it. The internet's real quick to call you out. Yeah, I mean, shit. it's like the odds, especially if you're not good at it. That one wasn't half bad. Served. But he Hey, Mike told me something super interesting earlier. He found this YouTuber that dug a hole, like a cave. Oh, it's so cool. From uh, from his shop to his house. But that, yeah, like he just straight up dug like a pretty like, but like a badass cave. tunnel, right? Yeah. I've been, okay. He's very like Mark Rober esque, you know, doesn't upload very often, but he. Because he's been digging a cave. Yeah, like, because it actually <laughs> takes him that long. Like jackhammering, um, like, you know cutting out literal rocks and then he puts up he welds frame right yeah frames in and then he puts mesh like uh wire mesh on all of it and then he fills that with concrete like it's as legit as it gets and on his part seven series he finally made it to his house but he's doing like everything perfectly is that legal can you dig a tunnel? Ben asked the same I thing said the same thing but elon musk is out here just born tunnels well, he has so, he has permits Right, That's but I would yeah, not just me, digging. I would say like, do you if need- you really wanted to do it, you could do it. You know, it's so, just no one wants to do it because it's like the amount of work that it looks like it takes. He's been at it for six months, that was, just making digging. Well, you think about how hard it was to dig a tunnel in the snow. snow. Yep. So it's, I got me thinking though. All right, so we got our new property, mm-hmm. and there's just one house <laughs> in between our shop and our new property. We just bore a tunnel from the shop. Just pops out in the middle of the field. <laughs> That'd be pretty badass. Oh, I mean. So keep in mind, his tunnel is probably a fifth of that length, maybe less. But and he didn't have little minions like we do. Right. But no, that would be we, actually that would be the coolest thing ever. When Ken's minions are done filling his orders, they come back up two days later, like black faces, like <laughs> miners. How far did you guys make it? Yeah, five we, feet. Yeah, five feet. <laughs> not bad. Not bad. That's what, I kept, that's what I kept thinking about when we were digging the snow cave. I was like, guys, this isn't that bad. Because think about like Pablo Escobar's people that had to dig him his caves, you know? Yeah, real caves are a lot That shit would have been way harder because it's not snow. It's like dirt. Yeah, it wasn't Pablo Escobar. It was El Chapo, but yeah. El Chapo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure Pablo Escobar had caves too. He might have, but El Chapo was like, he's like the tunnel god. <laughs> he has tunnels everywhere. They like tunneled him in and out of prison, didn't they? Dude, he escaped to that's we- crazy. weird El Chapo fact. All right, so he goes to prison. And um, I can't remember how long dealing. he was there for. Yeah. <laughs> and um, his crew buys a farmhouse a mile and a half away from the prison. And uh, there's prison video of, of him going into his shower and then just disappearing. Well, they, they built a tunnel how? from this farmhouse a mile and a half down, right? And then into his cell. So he dips out of his cell, gets on this motorcycle. That has a, a motorcycle? Yeah, a motorcycle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, a motorcycle. And then rides this motorcycle through a mile tunnel. and a half through the tunnel, pops up in this farmhouse, and then obviously his crew's there to grab him, and then they shuffle him all over the place. And then by the time they realize that he was missing, he was already like pretty much probably at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, isn't he was that gone. crazy, dude? The motorcycle is the best part. A mile and a half long tunnel, but... I wonder if he was worried about carbon monoxide. Probably not. <laughs> How they know where to dig to? Uh, that's I what. I, how? Like how? They just dig out underneath the whole prison. Yeah. One day, it just falls in. I don't know, man. I guess you got to put impressive. those type of guys on the second floor. He pays those guys a lot. I think I'm ready <laughs> to hang up my tunnel digging for a while. Yeah, I don't blame you. I mean, it's just a lot of work. 
you guys all follow like our we have a, a lot of fan pages not a flex we just do there's a lot i you have, have a, a i ton. have a lot yeah. you guys have quite a few to it but there's the main fan pages i call they're all ran by one person I won't disclose his name, but we kind of know who he is. But anyway, all we're on not his... asking them to make the fan right, page, right? To be clear. And he he made uh, he's got Jonah, he's got <clears throat> Cheddar, he's got Jetski Ryan, he's got Speedo Mike, and then he's got it's just Ken Matthews fan page. <laughs> and so those are the mains. You can tell by the followers; they're like all and like, he and like the main C boys and he TV. yes and C boys TV fans. He also runs, so he runs the main fan accounts. I am so entertained by just like the dynamic that he creates within these fan pages. Like he was like literally posted a picture that Ben was like surfing with Alex way back in the day. I mean, I don't know how CJ's old you were. Girlfriend. CJ's yeah. girlfriend. You were like 13 or something. Anyway, it was like Cheddar posting it, like trying to start beef with Jonah. Jonah. <laughs> and it's just so funny. And it's like, I'm just picturing him like just killing it, running all seven, six of these accounts. And uh, like he starting logs out deep, of chatter, goes back right, into Jonah, like, comments on it. He <laughs> does, and he'll share like something on like Speedo Mike, and then he'll share something on Seaboy. It's very he's very invested, and it's just like so so mm-hmm. entertaining. So if you guys aren't following, like if there's any fan pages worth following, it would be those ones. He's I, so just, dedicated. He's to so it. dedicated. He's so dedicated to it. And I was like, dude, this has got to take a lot of time, right? And he was like, no, not. I mean, not that much time. And all of his buddies were like, bro. That's all you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like he he genuinely like sits down and like thinks about like cre- he creates content. He's not just reposting our stuff. That's the coolest part about it. Yeah, like, he was. I, I was asking him, where do you find most of these things? Because he's got to dig for digs. a lot of them. And he was like, yeah, you know, that's something I pride myself on is I don't just take your guys's content and just repost it. I actually have to work for some of it and or I'll go in and uh screenshot some of like the snapchats that you wouldn't normally see or things like that which i love he made like, a little edit on my tc too he put like many different videos together and then made a full-blown edit yeah, about my impressive. car to bring my car back which did make me decide i'm buying that shit back <laughs> are you that's yeah. sweet dude we should hire that kid for something the dedication yeah, he's we really got should. yeah yeah mm-hmm. Like some sort of social, like I mean, it's impressive. He's a better person than us. It's, well, <laughs> yeah. and it's dude, cool. can you just run all of our personal pages? It's cool seeing him uh, create content about you or about any of you, like that you haven't seen in a certain way or a certain light. You you may have seen it before. It's also unfortunate that he's doing some digging on our Facebooks and stuff because, you know, there's embarrassing stuff you did at 14 years old unintentionally. Yeah, Ryan Ryan went in and and uh, deleted most of his stuff. Bro, I was a big social media guy. I love taking pictures. Especially I love posting on them on Facebook. I'm looking at dude. my Facebook pics like, why did I put this up there? Because you just upload albums. Mm-hmm. I just went through actually yesterday and deleted to some random photos. I'm like, why did I upload this? I left some golden nuggets oh, yeah, of me and Ken sure. up on there still, though. You got to leave those. There, there's some good ones. Ryan and Ken, best friends back in the day. You're buying your TC back? Why? Yeah. Why? <laughs> well, okay, this is what I'm thinking. I'm going to sell my truck, and I'm going to buy a ZL11LE, and I don't want to drive that down the gravel, so I'm going to buy my TC back, and, and then I will have, I'll have a rally TC. Rally Can you buy it back? Where is it? it? He lives in the same apartment building as my sister. No way. Yeah. Hey, CJ, you know what that TC has on it now? A 
Dumbass wing. Dumbass yeah. wing. I'm taking the. It looks I'm terrible. taking the wing off. I'm yeah. taking the carbon fiber. No, no, no. The off. carbon yes. fiber wrapped hood. Got I figured it. you guys would all like that. <laughs> Thought you liked mods like that, guys. We'll, we'll, we'll fix it up. I'm gonna make yeah. it look how ABS I had it. Wing. Yeah, I'm gonna make it look how I had it, and then uh, my dad bought his high school car back too. I'm personally and be pretty like, cool to have mine. I'm personally yeah. all for it. Yeah, I think all you for it. I think that's a great car, and I think that. Push came to shove. This sounds so dumb, but like, let's say you blew the motor on it. You know how those yeah, motors no, are I'd a dime a dozen. Yeah, I mean, like he's listening to this J- right now, and the J-Z price is just swap. going up, dude. Yeah. He's like, he wants it back. He wants it bad. Uh, he's gonna sell it for twelve. I don't know what I don't know what it's worth, but CJ is just playing with his cord over there and. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I think it was, the fact, I think it was so, the fact that he was yawning at the same time. <laughs> oh, that's what you're doing. Fuck. Super random. But would you guys install Elon Musk's Neuralink into your brain? No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mike needs all the help he can get. <laughs> okay. Sure. All right. Okay. Perfect. CJ, <laughs> we'll start with you. Why? Why would I want to install a chip into my brain? Like, I'd rather just be me. What if Does I it change not? you? You better. I'm not going to run that risk. I already like how I am. I think uh, Fair enough. right now what they want to use it for or what, they, what they're building it for is is uh, people that have, you know, let's say they're paralyzed and it should be able to reconnect your brain and your spinal cord. No idea how. Yeah. And then you're able to obviously... And, and when you could control your whole through. nervous system, I think. Yeah, but then is, but then they talk about it. If you're installing it in, and and then what if it gets to the point where it's just like a built-in computer, and it's just like downloadable facts or something like that, just insane. Or what if what if someone hacks that and everyone who has that a Neuralink now turns into like that'll be they're bad. under that their control and they're like I can't do it, you know, and they just turn into like a zombie. That's why I would never do right. it. Right? Is there my, is mind control? Is that part of it, or is it more? Who knows? Of, they have control of your whole brain. That's like, it, yeah. You brought up the hacker thing, and that makes me kind of rethink because I, Elon, is not the typical, uh, rich like he's not like hungry necessarily for money or power, and I don't think he's he's ever been malicious. That's why I feel. Well, who knows? They might have used to say that about Putin. But, yeah, I don't think Elon Musk is malicious. I don't know if they ever did, but they so, might have. They said about Hitler, they thought he was such listen, a great guy. we've hung out a few times with Ken, obviously. He's a good guy. What about you, Ken? No. You wouldn't? No. Maybe if after it's like 20 years and it's been there on the market, but it's, I, I just don't think the, the risk of things that can go wrong versus the benefits is worth it. It's different. It's different if... You obviously have a uh, an extreme situation like being paralyzed, where the risk to reward is worth it. Yeah, that's true. Yep. But if you're just chilling and you're just like, I want to have access to everything mm-hmm. on the internet in my brain, then I guess that's kind of a it, I, yeah. It I does sound kind of sick when you say it like I that. I can see it being but, like a flex thing. You know, I'm sure it's not going to be cheap. But then it's not fair. Yeah, so so they talk like about all. that as well. So the the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. You know, you're creating these these products that are just only yeah. They're basically just tailored to rich people getting smarter and putting themselves in more positions to get richer. Right. Yeah. So then it's like if if only they can afford it, and then they're they are like clearly like the top one percent of like. 
knowledge right out there, then how do you even compete with that? Well, that's the way I think about it. So I agree. Maybe being an early adopter of it would be a little sketchy. Right. But think about it. Like there's Botox to make you look prettier. There's steroids to make you to help enhance your muscles. There's all these enhancing things. You don't like your boobs. You make them bigger. So what if you could like amplify your brain activity and you could make yourself be a better like maybe physical human as in like the way you move if you're paralyzed or emotional maybe they can fix some emotional damage and shit like that they make you more even keel or they make you smarter and you can do your job better like say you're a ceo and you need like to constantly be able to grab these informations or even like a number cruncher type of person i think like think about having like that amount of data in your brain you'd like you'd be able to process things so fast because you'd have all this type of information coming at you you're like hmm, okay i'm gonna like a stock trader i could see it just being golden for like they'd be able to pull all this information i don't really know how it freaking works but like i'm imagining it being like a digital nzt pill that just makes you a way better human i agree there's total risks but like if you could be better why not hmm Risk to reward, baby. That's and true. What's the difference from that in your phone? I mean, obviously I there's differences. Because if don't like you have the world at your fingertips right here, yeah, you do. I mean, people but you don't have to carry. But people are gonna at that point are gonna be so fucking lazy that they don't even they don't even they don't even want to type it phone. in anymore. Yeah. That's what I mean. But to say we're both competing CEO or we're both stock traders, and the ticker's going by right here. And I go, okay, I wanted to see if this stock is going to go up or down. And I go like, boom, and I do this magical thing in my brain that makes a thing Neuralink work. And then I get to review all the facts right there in my head or however. I, if I can control it with the screen faster, I don't literally do not know how the shit works. But then it, I can do it 75% faster than you. I'm better at my job, and then you fall behind. Yeah, I don't know if anybody really knows how it works. We're just speaking in hypothetical terms. Totally. It's Yeah, it, it, I guess if you can give yourself any bit of advantage, that's where... There's points to that. Yeah. I think it's uh, then something to be said about the phone thing. So I think of, well, what's the difference with your phone? Obviously, it's a, like a thing you have to hold in your hand or have with you or, or make sure it's with you. But a lot of things on a, on a cell phone are, are made to keep you on that cell phone and mm-hmm. sell to you. Now, if however this would work with Neuralink, if there was anyone that somehow could make money off that, uh, then I'd be like completely out. Think if you had something in oh, your head. Oh, trust me, that, Mike. They will make money yeah, off of that, it. Well, no, they'll make money off it. But that's what I'm saying. Like if they are trying to like sell something, like basically like throwing advertisements. <laughs> yeah, that would be, I mean, it's as dumb as it sounds, but yeah, that that would be awful. Like if you had Neuralink in your head and there was even you were subtly there collecting your information and repurposing and making money on it. Oh, they would have they would have your information. You would Absolutely. be there. You would be their data collector. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's like you open your phone to legitimately look something up and the next thing you know you might be on Instagram. Hopefully that type of thing doesn't happen with Neerlink. Like you just use Neerlink to strictly do good. So then what happens to the school system? Well yeah they make like a age limit on when you can get it. But they like push it like the vaccine. Yeah. But like get uh, your neural links today. Yeah, we we lowered the age to five years old. You can get Neuralink installed. You can, oh you don't have a Neuralink? Yeah, you can't come into our store. You don't have Neuralink? Well, you're not going to be able to keep up in this class. Then also the tough thing about it is listening to Elon Musk explain it. 
so, so over my head. I mean, you get the gist, right? But then he starts explaining on how and and why you do it this way and what it would really take to actually do it. It, it all goes over my head. I think that'd be one of the things that, like, the aliens are watching us do, and they're just like, oh, this is going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> they start putting computers in their heads. Uh, hey, Steve, you want to see if you can hack this? Or maybe <laughs> let's give it a year and see. You guys remember that show, Black Mirror? Yeah. it's It sounds like an episode of Black Mirror. I mean, there definitely is things. They had contacts and stuff they'd put in. You could control it. They had chips, too. So you could put in and out. But the creators of that show, when COVID started, they were, like, making a new season. And they said that the world doesn't need another Black Mirror uh, season. And they quit making it. Mm-hmm. Because it was, like... So dystopian, and so many things were coming true. They were like, the world doesn't need another Black Mirror, and they just quit. That is insane. Which could be a cop-out. Could literally be like everybody that does a shitty job at their business goes, oh, COVID really has made things tough for us. Like the go-to excuse. excuse. Maybe that's what they did. They Maybe they didn't want to make another show, and they wanted to chill and But it does sound, they're like, every time we make more Black Mirror episodes, just as crazy as shit happens pretty much Mm -hmm. in in the world. So when you go to bed, when you plug your phone in, do you also have to plug your brain in? I mean, I don't yeah. think so, but yeah, what does it run on? I don't know if, it, if they've actually really announced it as it was for like the average person. I think it's just for people with disabilities. To me, it would be golden. If I yeah. couldn't walk right now, If you now, have I'd disabilities, like, yes. then you'll do whatever yeah. you got to do to make it right. Yeah. We just totally went on a tangent. Yeah. <laughs> it's the future, though. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I think maybe later on it'll be available for... Like the average human, maybe if you want to, but I'm not. I'm not sure if they've really announced that yet. He said possibly in the future. You know, that's maybe his goal. Support for Life Wide Open podcast is brought to you by our friends over at Manscape, the leaders in male grooming. Their fourth generation performance package absolutely changed the male grooming game by their refined body wash to round out your hygiene routine. Join the four million men worldwide who trust Manscape for their shower time routine by going to manscape.com. For 20% off and free shipping with the code WIDEOPEN. Have you smelled Manscaped's refined body wash? Fellas, the ladies love their signature scent. Keep the grooming game going with the Performance Package 4.0. Inside this package, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a Travel Bag to hold your goodies. Their fourth-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 has a 7,000 RPM motor, a new multifunction on-off switch that can engage a travel lock, and gives you the ability to turn the LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. Oh, did I mention this trimmer is waterproof too? This trimmer is a shower essential. The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker to chop your worst weeds up top in your nose and ear. Unfortunately, I need this one really bad. The Weed Whacker is also waterproof and uses a 9,000 RPM motor powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. I was going to on that one. <laughs> this nose and ear hair trimmer provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. Seal the deal with Manscaped's liquid formulations, the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant for before leaving the house, and the Crop Reviver Ball Toner for a mid-game ball check. Trust me when I say this, fellas, your balls will thank you. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their Performance Package 4.0, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. Bring your comfort and boxers to another level. 
Get 20% off and free shipping with the code WIDEOPEN at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code WIDEOPEN at manscaped.com. Keep your balls trimmed, fresh, and clean with Manscaped. Back to the podcast. Speaking of first cars, Ryan, I don't know why this just just popped in my head. I kind of have a story about me and my first car. It was a 1996 Jeep Grand Cherokee, and I had my license for like five months, and I rear-ended my second-grade teacher with it. (laughs) What? Yeah. Yeah, the day before Christmas. Day before (laughs) Christmas Eve, actually, yeah. Rear-ended her, like, hard. Fucking hard. Wait. Sounds weird saying I rear-ended my (laughs) second-grade teacher really hard. (laughs) But I did. And did you, you either get an A or did an she re- Did she remember you? Yeah. No way. Yeah, I mean, I fucking... So, here's the story. Me and my friends, I'm in the ninth grade. Mm-hmm. So, I would have been, I don't know, 14, 15. I would have been 15. Just so green driving, behind the wheel. Yep. I'm driving my car. We got, like, one of those little cassette tapes that goes into the cassette because my car had a cassette mm-hmm. player. And then a cord comes out of it, and you can hook up for MP3 on your phone. Shit. So, just got that. It was, like, seven bucks at Walmart. Blaring up. Blaring some Little Wayne. We're, we're driving. New Noodles and Company was in town in Fargo, so we're looking, trying to find it. Super busy because there's like, uh, you know, obviously. Hold the. Oh. <laughs> Why is this right here? I, I didn't see it. Is that, that's Jake's helmet? This is Jake's helmet that he, he said we stole like a month ago. So did you steal it? Why would I steal it and then freak out about finding it? Hold on. Why is this right here? I actually don't know. Somebody here has to know because he has been hot on my tail because he he blamed me for, like, taking it and hiding it. And every time I see him, he goes, dude, just where's my helmet? Yeah, he was pretty convinced it was here. And I looked everywhere for that thing. What the heck? wasn't me. All right. Jake, you found your helmet. <laughs> anyway, CJ, continue. You, I didn't know what. You, you, me too. You I, was, was, I got scared. Yeah, <laughs> I was really confused. I thought you were like just remembering the story or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Um, so anyways, basically, all the traffic got backed up, so they were stopping way earlier than you normally would. Mm. I'm looking this way. It's when the rear-ends happen. Boom. I mean, hit this van, this minivan so hard, it sent it into the car in front of her. So it was a three-car pileup. Yikes. I mean, it, it told my car just because it was totaled. I mean, it, was, it, would, it, you know, it wasn't worth much, but totaled her van. She had, like, a new minivan, totaled that bitch, and then it, like, hit, <laughs> it went into... Wait, were her kids in there? Uh, Yeah, they're in the back. Jesus, dude. Yeah, it was bad. I felt bad, but it also wasn't... It, it was bad, but it wasn't that bad because no one was hurt. So That's anyways... Good. I'm like, holy fuck, you know, I couldn't believe what I just did. Yeah, because you just started driving. I hop out, out. I hop out, and she hops out. Imagine how confused I was, my second grade teacher. And she just is like, she was hot, like, I'm sure, dude. Mad hot, you know? And, uh, (laughs) yeah, she was like, mad hot, dude. Like, like, mad, you know? And she jumps out and she goes, how fast were you going? And then realized it was me. And then she felt all bad. She's like, oh, my gosh, are you CJ? And I was like, yeah. She's just like, like, gave me a hug and, like, felt all bad. And then cops came. And, yeah, basically, that's you talking about your first car. That was my first car. I rear-ended her. And you had all your little cronies in the car, Yeah, too. me and my boys. Yeah. And the teacher was just God like, so was she it, mad after? Or was she like, no, no, she felt bad. Felt bad. But then her husband came, and that dude was bald, and he was pissed. But <laughs> I mean, bald head. Yeah, it, it wasn't like, it was fine. But yeah, I felt bad about it. 
So I mean, <laughs> not many people can say they rear under their second grade teacher, you know. Uh uh-uh. uh Yeah. Uh uh-uh. uh And I I did it. <laughs> two cars Rick. damn dude yeah. and then you you actually have a bit of a track record because you totaled your wrx too which was your second car second yeah car. that hit deer i would say that was partially my fault the, the yeah, other I mean, one was fully my fault <laughs> the wrx was irreplaceable though like it couldn't be fixed it was toast it was toast yeah, it was yeah. toast i hit two deer at once mm-hmm <laughs> And they were also toast. They yeah, were, deer were done. Those things got annihilated. Yeah. I remember that, dude. You called, and uh, you were like, dude, I just hit two deer. My car is toast. It was like a foggy night. It was worst case Ontario. Yeah, it was foggy. That was partially was, why. And yeah. I was just an idiot. I was going too fast. I don't yeah, know you why. come over the top of the hill. Yep, but I remember, dumb. like, we didn't have anything. We had to, like, I had to call my dad be like, dad, can we borrow your trailer? trailer yeah. And then we had to call, we called somebody else. We're like, can you we borrow your truck? And yeah. then we're, like, trying to figure out how we're going to get it up on the trailer. We don't have a skid. We so don't have no, nothing. Up, yeah. yeah, and we were still trying to, like, save it. We didn't want to, like, yeah. all right, just drag it, it up. Toast, yeah. So oh, we were, yeah. like, being careful and trying to, like, push it up. And it was this whole, the whole thing. Yeah. That car was cool, but honestly, like, I wasn't, like, in love with it. Or, I mean, I was in love with it at the time, but, like, looking back, I'm not like, man, I wish I still had that car. I would say that was your first love for sure, dude. You love that car. That Subaru WRX. <laughs> I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I don't think you'd still have it anymore, but I think it yeah, would have had, had a better it. future. Definitely. I mean, we've said it a lot early on in the channel. Like, Ken's hit a handful of deer. Now, CJ's had some pretty bad luck with deer. He just got his Evo smoke on the side yeah that's why everyone was asking what happened to the side of the evo because we haven't explained if you follow me on instagram you'd know that's but basically i was just going home and like a deer body checked the side of the evo and then just kept going like i was driving and he jumped into the side and yeah directly into the side of your car but i got it fixed now so it's all good yeah it looks good it's good to have it back it looked in rough shape after you ripped your front lip off and dude i mean i know every everybody in the midwest like says this but like, we don't, uh, Ken and myself and uh, CJ do not drive home without seeing a deer. And it's no like, way. it's just scary because, like, I mean, driving any any of our cars, I guess, you know, like, the Evo is pretty, like, one of a kind. Like, my Subi, if I, like, mangle that up with some a couple deer. It's pretty much irreplaceable. Yeah. I, there's no going back. Mm-hmm. Or, or, like, the Bronco. I remember I actually almost hit a deer, like, the that night I drove it home. Deal, though, it wouldn't be. Right but it'd be like, damn, dude. <laughs> There's like 35 miles on this thing, and I almost smoked some deer. But, I mean, what do you do? Everybody yeah. goes through that, I guess. Am I a bad friend so, if I didn't notice you got your car fixed? How long ago did you get fixed? I don't know, like a week ago. I really don't care. <laughs> I haven't even <laughs> noticed, bro. So, speaking of driving, we're going on a on a big RV trip. We were talking about mm-hmm. it, I don't know, a couple podcasts ago. And now it's we always do out. what we say we're going to do, do. And now we're going on an RV trip. We really got it dialed in. We're going all the way from here down to california we're gonna end yeah, it in san it's a, diego it's a good good journey we got a we got hooked up with a rv by go go rental basically we're loading up all the boys plus evan and we're doing this like week and a half two week long so adventure. Got, where exactly are we going so we can kind of lay out the roadmap, and then if anybody watching is like hey they'll be here at this time mm-hmm. this is something fun happening so, yeah, we go right from Minnesota to Salt Lake, and we get to Salt Lake City the 15th. And then we're going to spend a couple days there filming on the Salt Flats, hopefully get to see Godfrey's. We're going to run a podcast with Greg. Yep, which is going to yep. be really sweet Yeah, with that'll Greg be Godfrey. a great interview. He's done so much cool stuff. Then we're going down uh, towards Vegas, 
But first, we're going to stop at the Palmer compound, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Um, in um, St. George, right? Yeah. St. George, St. George Utah. Utah. So that's going to be sweet. That's going to be Wednesday. Then we're going down to Vegas, and we're hoping Mark and Jason can meet up with us there, but flights are crazy, so we'll see. Ah, something tells me they'll come through. Yeah, they. <laughs> I think they will, too. So we're going to do Vegas uh, Thursday and Friday. Do actually like some cool stuff in Vegas, I think we were talking about this time. Yeah. Like, drive some cars and get like some cool experiences. Then... We were going to go down to Lake Havasu, which it's uh, like a big lake down there and hopefully find like a boat. Micah Rent wanted to do boat, some yeah. cliff jumping. Yeah, hopefully they have some cool cliffs there. And what, what day is that? That's Saturday, Saturday the 19th. So get there on Saturday morning? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I feel like for a, a lake day, that's a perfect time to yeah. go to Lake Havasu. Mm-hmm. How far is Havasu from Vegas? A couple hours, four Not hours. Bad, yeah. So we got to... It's gonna. Well, we have to decide what the frick we're gonna do. How hard we're gonna go on Friday? Okay. Uh, and then, uh, yeah. So how is through Saturday? Then we're gonna go down to Slab City, the place with no laws. The city with no oh, laws. Yeah, yep. yep. And we're gonna finally be able to ride some pit bikes. No, uh, I have to worry about getting. So a we're riding pit bikes in Slab City. I That's think that'd the, be pretty that'd fun. Be pretty lit. Yeah, 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 that'd be sick. Cool. And then uh, Glamis. Hopefully, meet up with like buttery. Or somebody who's down there yeah. and willing to... Either way, we'll be we there. Can, yeah. yeah, we'll yeah. be there. Monday in Glamis, Tuesday, we'll finally make it to Cali, and then you boys will sit and edit for a couple of days. Glamis is in Cali, though, isn't it? Yes. Or is it in Slab City? So, by yeah, Cali, we're going to... Yeah, Glamis is like 45. San Diego. So, yeah. from Glamis back to San Diego. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then we'll send uh, Ben... And Ben's got a bachelor party in the next weekend, so we'll send him to Montana. We're going to send CJ home. Ryan, myself, and Ken and Evan are going to be going back up to Jackson Hole for the hill climbs. And I don't think before, Ken is. Ken bailed now because we're riding snowmobiles. We're hopefully going to oh. go ride snowmobiles with Brett Turcott, and he's going to do some backflips. Yep, hopefully. Which will be sweet. Um, you guys well, are going to have to build some booters. Yeah, I'd love to be on shovel duty, to be honest. I'm prepped for that. <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to Ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. So, yeah, we're pulling what's our, our RV is 32 feet. Our trailer is 28 feet. We're going to be we'll like, it'll, limo. It'll we're going to be, be rolling, dude. dude. Yeah, it's so going to be insane. It'll be, it's cool. I'm glad we got to like preface uh, what we we're doing beforehand. Obviously, so you guys watching can hopefully connect with us or maybe at least kind of follow the journey but yeah like you'll be able to hear what we're doing and then hopefully see the videos roll out in the next uh three weeks yeah so we might miss one thursday upload one week just because i mean stacking stacking content yeah Yeah. and like on the road which is you know making more videos so we couldn't have picked a better time to do it 
now the gas price is just doubled. Yeah, I know. Yes, I'm dude. really trying Fantastic not to get bothered time to do it. about it. I'm really just trying to enjoy the trip and not think about the gas price because it is what it is. These gas prices are through the roof. But it's a freaking doozy. I'm actually like thinking <laughs> it is <laughs> so, so bad. This is like almost in a, a bad way. There's no, no cool part about this. But when <laughs> us driving the RV with that trailer, it's an F450. Like, wait, what is it going to get? Five? Miles, I think miles I to the hope, gallon. I hope that's we'll about get what better I figured. Than that. Okay, I'm hoping we'll get like eight. Okay, and, the, and then eight would be great. I just, I guess, I'm <laughs> thinking, yeah, like if it's some astronomically low number, like the Three. the bill we run up for uh, fuel, it's just gonna be damn impressive. Yeah, dude, dude. we've got to be the only people going on an RV trip <laughs> at this time right now. <laughs> yeah. You know, who the hell would would think of doing this? But on the bright side, we got the RV loaned to us for free, so. Mm-hmm. You know, we're saving a lot of money on there, I guess, in exchange for a promo. but And and the fact that we don't have to get hotel rooms, too. That's true. true. Saving us some money there. Yeah. No, absolutely. But uh, speaking of gas prices, that actually rolls into today's podcast sponsor, uh, Versus Game. We'd like to thank them for sponsoring today's podcast. Versus Game is an opportunity for you to make money from your knowledge, it's the app everyone is talking about because it lets you win money for being right. Imagine a social media feed where every single video is a question with just two possible answers. You as a player can play these questions for free or you can play with real money. $1 up to $100 per question against other people that Versus Games finds for you and matches against you. I'm a player as we all are, but we are actually going to be coming up with fun questions every week. So this is where this whole gas pricing ties in. So this week's question that we're going to have on our verses, you guys can find it at Seaboys TV, and you can vote on. You can play for free, or you can bet some money against it. This week's question is going to be, do you think the national average price of regular 87 gas will rise above $4.50 by Friday of next week? The current price is $4.17, according to gasprices.aa. Dot com. So, I mean, if it's going to keep, basically you can go vote if you think it's going to keep rising or if it's going to stay the same or go down and you can put some money up on it or you can just play for free. But, uh, yeah. And you can actually, what do you guys think when I was on it, you can like bet against people. So I'll be on that and then I'll like bet if right. the opposite of whatever people are, because I think it's going to be under just because i you think trying it's to gonna be under i it hope exists. i yeah. hope it stays I under it but honestly i wouldn't be surprised if it keeps rising I, five dollars I, I think it's going above you think so, it's going above four dollars yeah, fifty cents yeah all right well go cast your vote on the versus so game app bad, and dude. follow us the versus game one word so no space we'll be talking about the results of of this question in the next episode here as well as introducing a new question i'm also going to be replying to comments so after you vote let us know your reasoning we'd love to hear it but yeah, I'm kind of. It's gonna be cool. I'm I'm ex, I'm uh, interested to see how this versus thing goes. I think it's gonna be fun. Yeah, I think yeah, it'll be. That, that, I like, like how you can do it with uh, you like you don't have to enter money. Like you can still join in and just yeah, play free. it, and it's fun. It's, or, it's got like a TikTok yeah, but if, vibe if, if, if to it. If you're, if yeah, you're, if you're pretty, confident, if you're pretty confident on it, yeah, I'm throw a couple bucks at it. I've won like the four games because when they reached out to us, I was like, well, I better play it. I'm up. I, I guess right on four of them. So yeah, way to go, Pretty Ryan. Cool. Dude, you, you know what, Ryan? <laughs> you should start betting the farm, dude. dude. Honestly, I knew we'd make a gambler out of you. Ever what? since leaving the airport in Vegas, now, dude, I like gambling. Yeah, so I'm excited to go back. Good for you, dude, dude. This whole gas prices thing is ridiculous. So like, I I even saw Elon, a per, like somebody who is 
building their whole career. And obviously this is going against everything he stands for with Tesla saying that we need to figure out a way to start producing more uh, like fossil fuels and like oils or whatever, like fast because we obviously can't be relying on Russia and, you know, without Russia's exports, that's why the prices are so high right now. I actually saw a thing on TikTok today, so take that for what you will. But it was a guy explaining that they're actually up until today, you had mentioned there hadn't been real sanctions, but every company was like, screw Russia. We're not yeah, buying from them. Everyone's doing so it. So there was phantom sanctions. Like literally the effects of the sanctions shouldn't even change anything because people already weren't buying it. Yeah. From mm. So like people had already canceled Russia before they were even officially canceled. Which is kind of interesting, dude. I mean, I I agree. I'd be like, oh, I'm not buying, and you you just see more and more of it. Like McDonald's, they shut down every McDonald's in Russia. People aren't um, EA Sports. They are no longer having any Russian teams. So for FIFA wow. or for NHL, no kidding. Yep, like uh-huh. all these different businesses and companies are just cutting off Russia now because they don't stand for what. Is going on there? It's really interesting to. It's great, dude. I yeah. think that's yeah. a great way to counteract what's going on, and and you know, eventually the civilians, which it seems like most of them aren't for it, are going to start speaking up even louder, and they're going to get mad, you know, and then that's when you know it Change creates happens. a problem, yeah, mm-hmm. and, and hopefully Putin will stop or be taken out. It's crazy that one man could have that much power. It is. It's wrong. It's not how stuff should be set up. Dude, speaking of one man having too much power, Aaron Rodgers today signed a contract. saw that. $200 million for four Four years. years. That is a lot of money. The highest paid NFL contract ever. Why Aaron Rodgers? Though? He's I mean, the he, best, dude. He's yeah, a beast. He's, yeah. yeah, he's great, but like that's a lot of money. They want to lock him down. $200 million. Dude, million. He's a franchise QB. He keeps people. I he, he, yeah. There he makes them win. He talked so poorly about staying with the Packers too. Really? <laughs> yeah. Were just like, Fine, Last we'll year yeah. he said you're more like more likely to see me at a family reunion than wearing a Packers jersey next year. <laughs> Damn. Wow. wow. And he doesn't even like his family. Well, that's kind of the yeah. Dude, yeah I, I, didn't he, I didn't know what he. I didn't know what he. Always meant. pissed off, isn't he? By that, but interesting. I think it seems like old. he is. <laughs> no, he's just like I think it's a known thing that he's just not ever just kind of an ass. Yeah, he's just kind of like hmm. a crab. Really? Damn! So that guy's all pissed off and made two hundred million dollars. I just yeah. don't get it. It's insane. Like two hundred million dollars is so much money. Wait, that's the highest. That's the highest paid uh, four year contract. What wasn't Patrick Mahomes paid five hundred million? Yeah, it could have been, been for, for longer, years. for Way longer more years. Yeah. Though, yeah. Oh. And then they have like some guaranteed amount, so he's guaranteed 153 million. Either way, I like, actually didn't know that he didn't like his kids, but like you could legitimately <laughs> like his kids with or his family. Sorry, sorry. I actually Jesus. didn't know that he was about family. I don't like my kids. I went in the backyard. Up. He sucked at football. Better than Tom Brady. <laughs> so I don't like him. Better than Brady, like kissing him and stuff. I don't know. It gets a little weird too on the lips. That is, they're well, they're both weird. <laughs> they gotta find a nice happy. I don't think Aaron Rodgers has any kids, to be honest. So. But think about how much you could set up your whole family, like a fifty million dollar bag. That's a lot of money, unless he's blowing it. I, yeah, I literally don't. Think it would be interesting to I'd see the finances it. of somebody. But also, that what much do you buy after a certain point? 
How are, uh, well, that's the thing is he's been making up. he's like, been making money for a long time. Our accountant setting us up like football players. Be like, can you put us on the Aaron Rodgers plan? Yeah, right, dude. <laughs> We're not even close. Um, speaking of that, so our accountant wanted us to get that financial advisor, and he like recommended. I don't know why. I just didn't even question it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just okay. And I thought all you guys already had done this. I for, I thought for some reason all you guys already set it up. So I was like, okay. So I call this guy and set it up. That what up? Uh, to go and have this financial advisor meeting with them. I had it set up for this Monday, and of course we were doing the 24-hour Igloo Challenge up until halfway through Sunday, and we woke up on Sunday, and I hadn't been drinking or anything, and we have this keg, so I felt like I better start trying to finish this keg, and I was pretty happy because I made it through the night. I was like, okay, we're coasting now, so I'm going to drink some beers. End up drinking a lot of them, and then we go out to eat, and basically I just ended up getting way too drunk. I'm not going to lie, and I don't like doing this. I don't recommend anyone else does it, but I just blacked out. Freaking wake up the next morning in my bed. On a Sunday? Yeah, it was Monday. Monday, Technically, I had Monday off because we agreed we we had Monday off Mm -hmm. after this. When did you guys agree that? Well, we're, actually, CJ said it, and I was like, "Yeah, no, that seems fair." And I mean, we kind of we did basically. Yeah. I mean, I came, I was still there early, and I just worked on my sled, but basically, a personal day. So, anyways, wake up Monday, totally forgot I had this meeting. I'm sitting there, and I woke up at like eight, whatever. I'm laying there in bed, and I get a call. I'm like, "Who's <gasps> this?" And I normally don't answer, but for some reason, I answered because I was like, "This is I don't know." So I answer it, and he's like, "Hey, are you coming in for your?" Your meeting? Oh my gosh! I'm so sorry. I totally forgot about it. He goes, "Well, don't worry about it. How soon can you be here?" I'm like, "Like 30 minutes." So I had to steal Mike's car, and I I rush in there, and I was so freaking hungover, dude. I probably made the worst impression on these guys. They were like in suit and ties. I was literally wearing this sweatshirt, and I was just like, I was so out of it, and I felt so. Dumb. I left <laughs> feeling so dumb. Like, I was embarrassed. I was so embarrassed. I felt kind of sick to my stomach, like, the whole day after it. Just like, God damn it. Why did I do that? Like, I should have just not have gone, whatever. And I think they were just even confused. Just like, I mean, I'm trying to, ex- they were, like, asking me all these difficult questions. And I was so confused because I thought he already met with all you guys. I'm like, why are they fucking asking me? <laughs> like, I've, haven't you heard this time and time again? So I end up leaving. And... <laughs> then I find out you guys haven't done it yet and you might not even do it. And I was like, yeah, I don't honestly, I don't think I want to do that. And that's my point that I'm getting at here. They were like talking about all these like traditional investments and like Roth IRAs and all that. They all sound great. But honestly, I feel like I could just make more money with that money than I could just putting it in there. I yeah, don't know. I feel I, like, I feel like just straight up Bitcoin, Ethereum, um, and real estate, like, is just rather than like storing it all away in there and like not being able to touch it till I'm like 50, 55. Well, no, you can still, you, you can still liquidate it. it it's just, you yeah, can, but there's fees. No, you, you don't liquidate it. It's basically like if you invest $6,000 into a Roth, then that $6,000 you just can't touch till you're 50, but you can still treat it like any other investment. What do you mean? So I can't get the money out? You can't spend it on like, booze or stuff but you well what if i want to what if something happens i'm like i need my however many money i put in well then you pay a fee but like if you want to you know what what uh worries me about it is one you're investing with the government right are you no it's not no it's, no, it's the stock market it's, it's, like market. Market. I think, like, it, it's, it's basically a, like 
you can invest so much money, like uh, you can invest $6,000 a year into a Roth and you pay tax on it today, but over the next however many years, any you can make that $6,000 can inter- turn into a million dollars and you won't pay tax on that. When you pull okay. it out, that's the benefit right. of it. And, is- and that, it, they, that's what they sell you on is the compound interest of it. If you were to put in 400000 by the time you pull it out in 35 years, it's going to be worth $3 million. Or something yep. like and that. You don't I, pay I, tax on I that. do not fully understand. I don't know. Then the but then, difference between a Roth the guys and, seem and a nice. The guys seem nice, and I guess I'm not fully set on whether I'm do it or not. I guess I still have like Chris. I don't know if I need to get somebody like no to like yeah because then I got to pay them. You I got to pay a fee. I was like, fuck that, dude. I do pretty decent. Just just invest. The thing is, is you're like diversifying. Obviously, you can make more money in real estate, but say the real estate market had a couple tough tough years. You're still making money through this. There's ways you can uh, tax deferred now so you don't have to pay taxes later. There's ways you pay taxes later instead of now to save you money now. So there's kind of like ways. It's definitely not like your end-all, be-all. Just like probably you wouldn't put all of your money into Bitcoin, you buy some Ethereum, you buy some of this. Yeah. But it's just like smart to kind of like diversify yourself out. There's some people. Yeah. And I think I could do that myself was kind of what I ended up walking away thinking to myself. And I don't know, maybe I will, Mm -hmm. but I I just kind of was like, why, why do I need these guys to do that? I could just get some Tesla stock, get some Google, get some Amazon. Those are like very Mm -hmm. safe, you know, John Deere. They're great. Do all these things myself. You can still do a Roth. You don't have to do it through them. Yeah, exactly my point. Right. That's how I ended up leaving, though. I was like, even if I want to do one, why am I? Why would I want to pay these guys to do it? Yeah, I'm I sure think- if you were going to start doing more of a managed per- portfolio, it would make more sense to like have someone actually actively managing it. You know, like someone who's investing and moving your money around and who's studying it all yeah. day. But I agree with you. Like, oh, it's just going to put it in this fund like it, and it just chills. I agree with that. But if you were going to like more actively trade it outside of like the companies that you knew i feel like they're just like smarter in it probably playing playing devil's advocate in this um i just think there's like things that they know but also to a point you're like no i know what i want to invest in i feel like it's just so safe and small that like you wouldn't like end up getting that much yeah Mm -hmm. also and like everybody i've ever made money is literally by like lucrative like doing youtube's like drug dealing you get a little bit of money, you put it into the video. Hopefully, it kicks out more money. You take mm-hmm. that money, you flip it right back into it. You make true. another one, it makes more money. And, like, that's kind of how I feel like I just do everything. Like, mm-hmm. with, I don't know, fucking, you, hopefully, eventually, I do that with real estate, you know, mm-hmm. and just, like, other things. Yep. What about inflation of money? Your your $3 million that you get at the end of it when you're 55 years old or 65 years old or whatever the fucking age is, it's... $3 million is not going to be worth that, like $3 million as it is today right now, right? So how do they pitch that on, like, oh, you're going to get all this compound interest, right? But it's not going to be worth as much. Whereas, like, what if you were to put it into real estate where, yeah, you might not get the same, like, compound interest effect, but you're also buying an asset that is in, uh, appreciating in value, like, a yeah. lot more than the value of the dollar. There's truth in that. And then, but think with inflation, stocks go up, mm-hmm. you know? So, I mean, it's still in the stock like, market. But, it, yeah. but is it, is it? I don't think it's just, yeah, I think real estate's much more like just solid. And again, you could be in a lull, but in a long, long term thing, 
you you just never lose out on it. When is land not going to be worth something though? Don't yeah. don't take my word, but I think you can set it up so your like retirement account does have property. Hmm. Interesting. I yeah, so. I don't know. So I'm I'm kind of torn on it, but that was something that happened to me. I just don't literally think... yesterday. Roth IRAs grow so embarrassing. <laughs> oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you keep, off. Keep, you can go. Roth IRAs typically grow between seven and ten percent in a, uh, a year. Oh wow. That's what I mean. It, it's really considerable damn good. And you pay $6,000 worth of taxes, but then when you pull it out, say after, um, if you put in, you'd put in sixty or $83,000 if you did it until you're 50. Yeah. I don't. Sorry, I just I feel like I you have so that. much, uh, so much like knowledge at your fingertips. Like Graham Stephan, he's a YouTuber. He's great. And like, he tells you a lot. You can learn so much. You might as well just learn how to manage your money yourself. It's kind of how I walked away from it. Like, I'm gonna have to pay these guys to manage. There's a lot mm-hmm. of fees. Yeah, that's uh, the thing. Yearly like, fees. why not just learn how to do it yourself? You'd be better off. In the yearly, the yearly fees. How much? Look up what the uh, average yearly fee is. So and what you, that equates to over 35 years of. Are you able to set up a Roth IRA completely by yourself? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. You might pay twenty-five to fifty dollars a year. Oh, is this is what Investopedia says? Yeah, it's yeah, not isn't much. Isn't it usually that like percentage of whatever? Three, 3%? IRAs are legally allowed to change annual maintenance fees. Many are 30 to $50. Others are as low as $20, or others are high as 200 mm. I don't know. But uh, it's kind of like the, uh, or when you talk about, like, why wouldn't you just want to do it yourself? It's like, you're going to get your house painted. Why wouldn't you just learn how to paint? you got to paint your house a couple times. Why don't you learn how to paint? Well, you got to fix your deck. Why don't you learn how to fix your deck? Like, there's so many things in life that have to be done that sometimes it's not worth your mental your mental strain to be like okay today or this year you know like if that guy would have seen oil coming up and he would already had your money in and then would already pulled it back out now because he's already doing that yeah because that's what he's doing every day he would have like been like all right oil's going up and you dumped a bunch of money in it would have rose up and then he would start plateauing probably probably right he'd be like ah i think i'm gonna get that out I didn't realize it was that low. Like, again, for that fee, let's say $50. Like, I mean, to to avoid having to sit down and kind of stu- even lightly study the stock market and see where I, I want to. I think it's a lot more. It's but that's just for a Ross. They're, yeah. not, no, they're, they're not doing yeah. that shit for yeah. 50 bucks. Uh, no, for Ross. But if you're doing oh. like a managed account, right, and, right. you know, where you're putting in, you drop 10K and then they manage your 10K. I'm sure yep. it's more. Now I'm now I'm changing my stance on it. I'm kicking myself. Well, there is. Embarrassing there is, myself in there. No, there's, well, no, there's no, no, benefits no. to both, I think. Exactly. Yeah. But I think uh, it's, like some it's people those guys will stick to their guns and argue both sides. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It but just it's the, is personal. It's those guys subject. like that are like, I mean, I have a handful of dollar bills in a Roth, not much, but it's like the it's guy. Like, <laughs> I got a handful yeah. of dollar bills on the Roth. Not <laughs> yeah, much, though. Not, not much. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, I, uh, it's it not, a, not, a, not enough to like retire on. By any means, but uh, the yeah, guys bro, are, you're like 25. The you guy, put six no, grand into the year. I'm saying <laughs> yeah, even when I put it in I when got, I was 18, the amount of money is worth 63. The now. amount of money that I put in is not enough to retire on even at 60. Like okay, it's, and yeah. I don't know how much it's going to go up, but it's just not. When did you put money in? I uh, liked a year ago. But anyway, this guy. What, Mike? Who 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 told you to do that? My mom. She works at a bank. How much yeah. did you put in? 5k, <laughs> dude. Enough money talk. Remember when we convinced Greta that Micah didn't believe in banks because he had cash? That was, Ryan, a, that was a fantastic troll. Enough money troll. talk. That was a fantastic troll. We convinced my girlfriend 
that Mikey just didn't believe in the banking system. He didn't trust it for some reason. He got screwed over at a young age, so he keeps all of his money underneath his bed. And she so nicely goes, doesn't his mom work at a bank? And we pipe up and we go, yeah, no, that's why. That's you why, just see yeah. your parents doing something wrong and you just really <laughs> stick to it. It was because, I mean, the uh, little bit of context, like I was bartending, so I had like cash legit tips. stacks of cash and I would wait for, I just liked having cash. It felt like a rapper, you know, or drug dealer or something. No, and like then 10 so, G's, Mike's so, like, uh, yeah, so 108 Greta, bucks right here. <laughs> yeah, so, all ones. So baby. Greta like sees the money sitting next to my bed and was like, what's up with all that? cash that micah has ben <laughs> sees a great opportunity for a good for a decent troll i guess i thought it was fucking stupid like and all ben, my yeah, trolls i know i i don't think all your trolls are stupid but i'm like he goes hey don't uh don't don't tell like don't let greta know that you just tell greta you don't believe in banks i'm like then i have to act like a fucking dummy <laughs> <laughs> i think but, that one went for a while too yeah I mean, she thought like, that for six months or so no it was a while no it was like a month Okay. But after, right. I think after a while, she asked me, like, came up to me, and she's like, your mom, like, so your mom works at a bank and just doesn't, you just don't have cards then or anything? And I'm like, yeah. Or some, maybe she caught me paying with her card. I don't know. <laughs> Ben's got a whole bunch of good trolls. <laughs> yeah, I've actually had to lighten up on them, though. Yeah, well, it got to a point where she started to trust nothing. Anything, yeah. yeah. And Which I was like, all right, this that. isn't going to work for our relationship. <laughs> yeah. And then, it, and then it gets work. to the point where I'm like, why would I lie about that? Like, that's not even funny. She's like, <laughs> none of them know. are funny. <laughs> I'm like, it's funny for me. You just don't understand. <laughs> you just don't get good humor. Uh, so I just, I saw, got suckered in on an ad, you know, YouTube ad. I don't even remember the actual name of the brand, but it's like, the, no the product's called Zupu, but that's not the name of the brand. But it's like, I don't eat super well. You know, I eat like pizza and chicken nuggets and fries. Like, I don't eat super well. I eat out. And uh, they say uh, when you eat unhealthier, there's more of it. But like, there's like anywhere from five to 20 pounds of like waste in your stomach and intestines that kind of doesn't leave. It just chills. They just say that. I mean, I don't know how true that is, but they say that if that's sitting in there, you know, can uh, it. A lot of that contributes to like depression or anxiety or yeah, they say or, your gut is like yeah, your gut with your with your brain. Yeah, they and go so, like hand in hand. Yeah, and I was pretty intrigued by that. And I, anyway, get the get these capsules, and, and it's not like Xlax because that's just made to oh, just it makes clear you, you shit. out. But it makes you shit. But it, you take them two before bed every night with a glass of water. Anyway, <laughs> it makes you shit, dude. You just. I love the next, that the next morning just, or how, yeah, how, yeah, like I would say the and next you morning, wake up and you're like, Oh, it, it, almost. I'd say once I get here, sometimes you don't even wake up. It <laughs> the, <just happens>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still trying to dial that in. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Yeah. I'm only like, There's I've only been taking no it for way. like three days or three nights now. So it's like, I think you have to, once you get on a schedule, it really starts working it yeah. out. But they, I mean, normally my shits are, in and out, clean, whatever. But dude, really it's cleaning incredible. you out. Incredible, yeah, yeah. I dude, mean, I love that. Yeah, I do too. And it's like, I mean, not to get gross with it, like it smells worse. It's like it's just. Well, that's not the part I love. Yeah, no, I don't <laughs> love that. But yeah, I love like getting it all out, and you can just tell. Like, I mean, it's, I don't know. So I don't know if I'll uh, mentally feel better after this, and and like they say, you got to continue to use it, but interesting like if it can just clear out some of that like bad food that you've just been chilling in your stomach i don't know if it's chilling or like yeah but it's not moving as fast because it's 
I don't know. I just love when you feel like you cleaned out your whole system. Like you go and eat a good old big burrito and it just really cleans you out. You know who has a terrible eating habit is Ryan. (laughs) Dude, you got a pretty bad diet. I mean, I'm not calling you out. I'm not calling you out. That's a straight call out. No, I actually had it in my notes because just the other week, I walk out and I go and hop in the hot tub. I spend 20 minutes in the hot tub. Ryan was sitting down with some Oreos. He's like, yeah, yeah. I I went and ran to the store to grab some Oreos. He was editing the I grabbed other things. So, yeah, Mountain Dew. So then he's sitting there and he's eating these these Oreos. And I'm like, okay. And he'll say, what's up? And I hop in the hot tub. Come out 20 minutes later. I'm not kidding you. Ryan cleared a row and a half of Oreos. Family size, dude. Like he, there was only half the container left. He cleared them in 20 minutes. (laughs) <laughs> and I he think, slugged down a Mountain Dew, and like, dude, you eat like garbage. What, I'm not saying it's a bad thing because you're very, you are in great shape and whatever. But even your dad, your dad drinks like three cokes a day. Like it's amazing. Maybe more. I don't, I don't know how understand. you guys feel good. How do you start your day out every single day with a caramel roll? I went on a pretty good stint, but it was mainly not having anything to eat, and it was easy. I could go to the C store and I could grab something, and I like sweet things. And so the caramel was sweet. It was I either think, like that or you know, Ryan, waffle. you honestly are in great shape for for eating like garbage. Now that I dude. think about it, yeah, and, like garbage. and you, you don't, and know, you drink beers yeah, all every night. Yeah, but you drink. Not not like you, I don't drunk, remember the last like time one. I saw you drink a water. I didn't. <laughs> you just drink water. But I see. I think for you, it's your sweet tooth. I yeah. think other than that, you know, you and Alondra you eat sour eat patch kids, and when we go out to eat, you you don't get anything like wildly unhealthy but it's when your sweet tooth kicks in every road trip it doesn't he matter pounds for candy dude 45 minutes he'll stop at the gas station and go in Mountain and get Dew like and uh, what's your go-to the sweet straws sour uh, straws sour punch straws or trolley they're delicious terrible for you <laughs> uh that or trolley eggs uh, I'm on oh, these yeah. new gushers they have like big gusher <laughs> packs they're so good dude right and now Tell the camera how many cavities you came back with after the dentist <laughs> no, last <dude>. time. <laughs> Three. Oh, and I okay. brush my freaking teeth, dude. I take like care of my do. shit. You can't stop it. That's bad, but not really bad. I had three over here last three year, cavities? too. So it's, it's That's like pretty damn bad, three, dude. I mean, not every Since year, but the last two. Did no, get, did I you, haven't had Did like you get 70. cavities when you were young? No, I don't think so. Probably because my mom monitored me then. I've only had one cavity. That's on my damn impressive, teeth. dude. That is that's really good. I brush the shit out of them. You know what you do have going for you though is your girlfriend cooks you dinner. She does. She cook. So we cook breakfast to together out. and dinner a lot. And that's what I mean. Like which has changed are... my diet a lot. Yeah, yeah. And it saves you a lot of money, probably. Mm-hmm, which is nice, dude. Yeah. That's the thing. Eating out, they put so much like salt. It's salt, like it's the, the, salt that's the salt, dude. Yeah, and that I think that really is something that does anything, and anything all fried, amazing. anything fried. And most yeah, of stuff around here is fried. fried. And I mean, McDonald's is a horrible example since they're like the definition of like salt. But it's like they put that in there so you're more addicted to it. And I'm like, listen, I'll eat it. Just don't make it taste like I'm literally eating salt, dude. I feel like I'm getting to the age where I'm like, I gotta like really be working. A bit. Yeah, I gotta be working on my. Uh, I can't just eat whatever I want and as much as I want now, like anymore. I need to just like keep. I got to work out, run, and I don't do it that much because we're normally pretty busy. But I try my hardest. But I'm also like now getting to the point where I'm trying to watch what I'm eating, 
When we were in that igloo, we had so much junk food. <laughs> so much. Brownies. Uncrustables, dude. Uncrustables. Moms brought brownies Pop tarts. Over. CJ, CJ ate an Uncrustable, which is a peanut butter and jelly sandwich that they, they manufacture to not have the crust on. That's what it is. It's an Uncrustable. There's no crust. CJ didn't eat the edge. <laughs> Yeah, you can't um, even call it a crust. Um, the, I can't. Even, I don't even know what to call it. It's whoa, just the whoa, whoa. edge. It's where the, can where I the two pieces come together. Please. There's no crust. I don't CJ think there is. Eat that. I'll explain. There's no I'll explaining. Explain. It just didn't. You're like, it didn't have no. peanut butter or jelly. Yeah, that's that's why you just take a little bit bigger of a bite. No. Yeah. There was too much bread there. You know, it's just no point. You I already eaten five valid, of them at that point. Valid point. I was like, it's I'm not going to eat this bread. There's not even jelly or peanut butter on there. It's just like bread. We I walk out know. of the igloo and there's just the crust of an uncrustable on the ground. Get this thing out of here. I knew immediately who it was, too. Uh, that just reminds me of, like, if... If you were like a small child, and of course you don't like crust, because no kids really like crust, and you give them an uncrustable, and the kids still like, it's not good enough. I need less crust. The other thing we talked about, and this came up when we were sitting in the igloo, we didn't have our phones, so we talked about a lot of stuff, right? Except for you, Ben. You had yours. (laughs) Okay, Ken. So you did have your phone, though. I did. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't on it though. Anyway, at um, least when when we were watching. Jesus. All right, okay. That's, that's not what Alex said when she walked in the igloo in the morning. <gasps> huh? Not only did you have your phone, you were texting CJ's girlfriend. Elaborate. All right, okay. This is beside the fact. <laughs> Had nothing to do with what I was going to say. Um, milk. <laughs> Dude. We just all laugh like that was the best joke in the world. <laughs> milk, milk. Hey. Yes. No, when just the long pause and then milk. When you went to school, they always said you need to drink a carton of milk, and there was all these campaigns that was just called "Got Milk." Milk, yeah, got milk. Tony um, Hawk was on milk. Milk. <laughs> milk. Why are you saying it like that? But your body doesn't process dairy. The older you get, I think it's just becoming more known nowadays. So I'm curious. Yeah, if they still are pushing the milk agenda. <laughs> that hard in school anymore if they they probably have different options like if you don't want to drink milk you could probably get juice, juice. And i Water. hate to say this because our buddy trent is a is a good old dairy farmer so trent this is not a shot at your career livelihood <laughs> your livelihood i love the milk agenda milk agenda <laughs> yeah I, I mean and i'm all for them um not pushing the milk agenda anymore i really hope they don't get rid of milk though okay so the milk's not going anywhere <laughs> Dude, uh, when I was in college for my one year and I was going to to be a chiropractor, I was in biology and I was in like chemistry, all this stuff. And I remember learning that only uh, one in three adults can drink milk because two out of the three, their body stops producing the enzyme that breaks down lactase in milk. Hmm. Yeah. And I think just in general, also just dairy isn't necessarily good for you. It's don't quote me. I'm not super knowledgeable, but as far as I know, like milk really isn't supposed to be like consumed past being like young, like a baby. Well, I know when Ken gets it, he is not a happy camper. If it's yeah, not. I mean, look, I can't drink milk anymore <laughs> either. either. Can you cut it out completely? Yeah, yeah, right here. So here's a. I just searched. Sixty percent of adults can't drink milk. milk. ABC News. This is in 2009. So this is old. So if you're not so, drinking from the titty, you probably shouldn't be drinking. <laughs> but if you are, then you're probably fine. And so if you're still when, drinking from the titty, get off that shit. 
Is people listening to the podcast right now? <laughs> no, I was thinking like if you're weird and you're old. Okay, so here's an, here's another weird fact. So 90% of the adults in the United States can or, drink milk. 75% of the world's adults can't. Oh, so we're conditioned. Yeah. I think it's once you stop drinking milk, you're, that's that's when your body stops. Like it, it just forgets how to produce that enzyme that breaks it down. But ultimately, oh. I don't think it's good for you. Got milk? So, Ken, nope. when did you realize that it's probably dairy that's causing your, how do we put this, shitting issues? <laughs> probably three months after it started. It's about a year ago. A year ago? Yeah. Okay, and you're 27. You're still doing it. Yeah. You're 27, right? So you're 26. Doesn't that seem like late? I don't know. For that to... I guess when you put it in perspective of like he's only 30% of... Ken's been lying How about his age. He will be. He's really twelve. How often did you used to drink milk? Would you eat it with cereal or like just just with a coffee? And now you just completely got that out, and you don't have any issues anymore. No, I still have issues. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to this. Well, that's so the interesting thing. Yeah, it's like well, I finally I was a problem, and I narrowed it down to lactose intolerance. I I felt so relieved, but you must not feel relieved because. I don't know if you did narrow it down. There's dairy in literally everything. Like, here's another thing. Milk and other dairy products are the top source of saturated fat in the American diet, contributing to heart disease, type 2 diabetes, and Alzheimer's disease. Studies have also linked dairy to an increased risk of breast and ovarian and prostate cancers. Dude, I think it's just becoming more and more known that, like, you just really shouldn't drink milk. Damn, as you get older. I think it, I, I'm just curious if they're still doing it, if it's, so, if it's still pushed as hard in school. Do you guys remember, this is a little bit off, do you guys remember, I would have been in sixth grade, Obama became president, and his wife, Michelle, started started pushing up this uh, whole school lunch agenda and made our school lunches shit. Really bad. Got rid of all the junk food. I was so ticked off, dude. Like, they had these great cookies, and they had to get rid of them. And Michael would just steal them. Yeah, they never did that for us. They never got rid of... Our our school lunches did not diminish much after that, but you I remember there's been on like a quite, certain type of yeah. There was I was at a small it. enough school where yeah. that played yep. no effect in it. Yep. Dude, our shit got rocked. But I I remember like so I remember hearing some from like people in bigger schools such as you or even maybe even bigger schools they had like options and they had like oh yeah we have like a legit like Pizza Hut option every day they could get really? Pizza Hut pizza. So, um, so yeah, it was like yeah, a food court. I, I love that. Yeah, it was very much similar to a food court. We didn't have that, so they didn't. They just kept. Yeah, they used the to have lunches. pop and stuff at lunch. Yeah, you we didn't get have that. that. Which, okay, I mean, obviously that's probably for the better. But as a young little CJ, I had no, I was not partial to any president in the sixth grade. <laughs> but all I knew was Obama yeah. was responsible for my school <laughs> lunch. And I was ticked. <laughs> Sounds like a sixth South grade Park episode. Yeah, dude, I was and ticked. Just go on a rant and like get. Dude, I oftentimes think of CJ as Eric Cartman. <laughs> as a South Park <laughs> yeah, I do too, yeah. dude. Not in every way, but yeah, in no. some ways, like when Cartman goes off on something and then rallies the whole crew around <laughs> yeah. this random thing, and then it just happens. <laughs> it's so funny to think of you as, as Cartman. That is funny. Uh, dude, yeah. I fucking love South Park. I grew up on that shit. There used to be some seriously questionable school lunches, though. When I think of bad food for school lunch, I don't know if you guys had these, but there was like, I don't even think I would consider it pizza. It was more like cardboard. Bread with cheese? It was, no, it was like cardboard oh, that had pepperonis on it. 
Yeah, dude. I don't Some know people why. Liked those. I liked they it. Bad. Well, I loved school, school lunch. I just, I, the most I remember part, it being cold. I just mm. didn't like that they got rid bad. of all the junk food. But you guys didn't have like butlers bringing yours out. <laughs> I went to a fucking private school. You guys didn't get uh, steak. Bon appetit. Yeah, <laughs> no, so it, they didn't come out Feeding in the them. little trays. <laughs> Ryan goes. I'll I'll take a fillet today. Did Jarvis not cut it for you? <laughs> Medium rare. Did they peel your grapes too? Are Dude, I want to go to a school and uh, and eat like a school lunch. I'm pretty sure you can. And maybe you have to know a student there and be like a guest. But I want to like go there and like just try. Yo, can you guest pass <laughs> me in for your lunch? Dude, I'll, I'll buy for both of us. It'll be like three bucks. But <laughs> Dude, I just kind of want to see if it was as good still as I remember it. Because I literally thought it was yeah. so good. I don't know why. I just Best part of the day. I feel like sure. it was just a lit part of your day. You yeah. No, the food sad. was the food. great. I loved it. No, yeah. I would eat like two two servings at least of the main course. Man. Did they have? Did they make you like pay for second round if you well, went? Yeah, yeah, you had to pay both times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, okay. Not if yeah. you're Mike. Not if you're Mike. <laughs> <laughs> he just stole it. He, he just no. walked out the other back door. Yeah, dude. Sometimes it's real, real good. Most of the time it was good, and then other times I remember like they call them Italian dunkers, and it's literally just a foot long. <gasps> I hot like dog. those. Oh, oh, I like really those. good too. Those are great. Really yeah. good, but sometimes they can be prepared really bad. Hot dog bun really with bad. some cheese hot on dog it. Bun yeah. with just melted cheese. Oh, so good. It's kind of weird that that was a meal. meal. Yeah, it's probably awful for you, but so good, dude. Um, Mike, did the hot dogs get you hooked back then? Is that why you love hot dogs so much? No. They would pour a little extra of the hot dog water on your plate and you could dunk it? Uh, No. (laughs) My mom, uh, it's brats. I don't even like hot dogs. You love hot dogs, Mike. No. Mm -hmm. I like hot dogs. I love brats. You know what I want to do? I want to go to a school and, like, (laughs) I straight up, I want someone to guest pass this in, but I feel like it would be. I, I don't want to sound conceited, but I feel like it would almost be awkward if I was sitting at like a school lunch because there'd be like a I'd probably be a like handful it. of kids like, well, there's some YouTuber here, and then it'd like end up just being a scene. They'd probably like, you be, be a scene. Oh, I'll get like, a mustache. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it'd be like, why is this 25-year-old man sitting in the corner? And I'm just picturing a black, fuzzy, fake mustache. Just like this. And what's your name? Start bombarding. I just wanted to try the school lunch, and it is still as good as it was before. Where do you guys want to go to lunch today? We got Jimmy John's, T Bell, or uh, Lake Park High School. School. Lake Park <laughs> Elementary. Uh, Let's hit the elementary. I haven't been there in a while. <laughs> yeah, I honestly want to do that. The and kids I, don't say anything when I budge in line. God, yeah, that stuff was that was the best, honestly. But anyways, I think we're probably. Done with this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Thank you guys for watching. Up. We got the uh, RV trip. RV trip. We're gonna try and hit some podcasts when we are on the road there. So hopefully we can we can do a couple of them at least. Hopefully three. We're aiming for three. We uh we got Greg Godfrey lined up, so for sure one is is uh, scheduled. Please but, comment some questions on this. Being you guys listen to the podcast, yeah. comment some stuff that you'd like us to ask him and stuff you want to know about yep. topics and stuff. And, and don't we'll... forget to go download the Versus app and. Oh yeah, play our play our game basically to see who basically if you think gas prices are going to keep going up or or if not. So we'll it's free to play, and if you want to put money on, you can. But uh, yeah, we'll be seeing you. And That's no, it. no more milk. I guess no more so, milk. I'm I don't sorry, know. Sorry, figure that out. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm going to keep drinking milk. But moral of the story: no more milk. Most no more milk. Don't Fuck know, you, Trent. Peace. See you, Stevens. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. 
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.